Yeah, I'm doing pretty, pretty, pretty well actually. It's a pretty warm week. Where are you guys at? Uh, so we're Augustus. So do you know Margaret River by any chance? Uh, is, it, is it Adelaide? Is it that? Or you like West Australia? West Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so the yeah, deep, yeah. deep south. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You're awesome. from yeah. You're Newcastle, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Newcastle. Yeah, nice. How are uh, you in Newcastle at the moment? Yeah, yeah, we're heading up to uh, like Narrabri this weekend to do like a charity show, but um, yeah, just at home at the moment. No, that's 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 very nice. So, um, firstly, how did you uh, get into music? Um, uh, mate, I've been a massive music fan all my life, so um, it's really been the only thing I've ever had interest in to tell you the truth. So, um, when I was a when I was a child and I got in trouble, uh, I. And I got grounded. I got grounded from uh, from my you know albums and stuff like that. They took or they took my uh, my uh, cassette player off me back in the day or something like that. My parents did. So um, yeah, I've just always loved music. It's just been a, you know the only thing I've ever really been passionate about. And was country music always in your blood? It definitely was. I grew up in a uh, in a town called Narrabri, so country uh, music is pretty pretty big out there. And uh, I I spent a lot of time with my granddad growing up, and he was the world's biggest Slim Dusty fan. So I don't think I knew any other music existed except for Slim Dusty until I was about ten years old. So I grew up on uh, you know country music, and uh, when I became a teenager, I guess you know the rebellious uh, teenage years and sort of. Uh, you know, started listening to rock rock music and heavy rock music and stuff like that. But I always, uh, that was, you know, in the 90s and stuff, and I always kept pulse on, you know, what was going on in country. I was a massive Garth Brooks fan, um, even though I was walking around in a Guns N' Roses T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's, wow, that is completely um, unexpected. So how did um, how the band all come together? Uh so I've been playing music and touring, you know, all my life. And um, I played in a, a band for years and, and we were based in Tamworth. And um, I just remember saying to the guys in that band, we were sort of, we were a rock rock band, but I was saying to those guys, when I turned 30, I wanted to, um, to start a country band. And, uh, yeah, it was a, a couple of years late on that. But, um, yeah, I, I'd always had this plan to, um, to start a country band. Uh, in, in my 30s, so, yeah. That, that is quite interesting because country music, I, I guess, is one of those, you know, you actually hit your peak in country music in your 30s. I think so, too. And it's one of those things where, where uh, there's no real discrimination against age in, in country music either, you know, like whereas in the rock and pop world, you can sort of be uh, chewed up and spat out by the time you're 30. So, um, you know, country's kind of cool for that. You can... You know, you can be uh, you can be a little bit older and, and still, you know, respected in a way. No, absolutely. So, how did um, as you said, the band forming? Where does your inspiration come from for music? Uh, mate, I I just I love all kinds of music. So I don't uh, just listen to country music. I you know some of my favourite writers, you know, like Billy Joel, Elton John. I absolutely love the Beatles. I uh, you know. Bon Jovi, all that rock sort of stuff as well, and you know, um, I just get inspiration from from other artists, really. So, yeah. 
What's well, definitely um, something when I was listening to your songs the other day um, that you sent me, uh, I want to talk about yep. the new album actually now. And I want to talk about a song that I don't think many people would have heard. It's uh, Blue Jean Jacket. It, the sound to the songs I heard is very almost new American. What do you think about that? I would I would say so. I'm, I'm pretty uh, hugely influenced uh, by the American sound. And, uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in the States last year and in Nashville specifically writing for this album as well. So I wrote with a lot of um, American writers. But Blue Jean Jacket actually was one that I didn't write, but it was written uh, by a guy called Shane McAnally. Now, Shane McAnally's written for just about everyone. If you Wikipedia yeah. him, uh, he's... You know, Keith Urban, Lady Annabellum, Casey Musgraves, you name it. He's, I think he's had more number one songs than anyone over there in the last sort of 10 years. And uh, we got sent to that one uh, by a, a publishing company in Nashville. And um, as soon as I heard it, I just kind of it hit me and I related to it. You know, I think it's it's got that sort of lost love, teenage love sort of vibe about it, the one that sort of got away type thing. So, um yeah, that's one of my favourite songs on the album, actually. So what, um, as your songwriting process varies, um, what's it like working with other songwriters? Uh, it, it can be um, kind of daunting because, you know, you, you, you're throwing out lines and stuff and that and you're thinking, is this a stupid line? But you've just got to sort of, you know, throw away all your inhibitions and, and just and just do it. Um, I've, got a, I've got a nice little crew uh, here in Australia and in Nashville that I've sort of, you know, worked up a relationship that I know outside of music as well. Um, so that that always helps when you, you, you're friends with someone. Uh, you don't feel so silly throwing out some weird line in a song when you're writing songs and stuff. So, yeah, I've got, I've got a great crew here in Australia and um, and over there as well that I write with all the time. So what do you think the difference is between an Australian uh, songwriter and an American songwriter? Uh, nothing really, I don't think. It's all, it's, it's all the same. There's just so many of them in Nashville. Like every every, uh, every street corner. Every place you go, yeah, you can jump in an Uber and you start uh, talk to a guy and he's a songwriter. And next minute you know you're taking numbers and the next day you're in a you know, so writing a song with him. So there's just so many people over there um, and there's, they're so good at it because I think the, the market is, you know, competitive over there. Everyone wants to write, outright the next guy. So, um, yeah, there's just probably, you know, it's the sheer volume of writers over there compared to here. But we've got some amazing writers here um, in Australia. Like, so, yeah, nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think we also have a, a great country music scene. Do you, what do you think of the Australian country music scene? The last few years, it's just gone up and up now with, um, you know, even international um, eyes coming over. Totally. Uh, I think it's in a really good place. And um, uh, this year, the, the Golden Guitars, I, I noticed a, a bit of a change, you know, with the Wolfies winning a lot of awards and, you know, Travis picking up some and stuff. So the, the newer country is sort of starting to shine through. Moment, which is a which is a really good thing, and um, yeah, I mean we've been lucky enough to play CMC Rocks and stuff like that with some of those international artists, and it's great that they're you know that country music is 
picking up here in Australia and so, so many more people are coming out to tour and, and stuff like that. And, you know, commercial radio just is playing a lot of country music these days. So that, that can only be a good thing. Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, most of last year, I mean, Morgan Evans was in the charts. Totally, totally. Um, yeah, and Morgan's a mate of mine from, from Newcastle, obviously, so we've uh, we've hung out together and written songs together a lot, and it's, it's just uh, unbelievable to... Uh, I was looking at his Instagram this morning, he's, you know, he's hanging out with Blake Shelton and stuff like that at the CRS over there in Nashville. So, um, yeah, it's crazy, and good on him. No, it's a, it's a great spotlight for, you know, what an Australian um, country artist can definitely do. Speaking of Australian country, Australian Girls, um, obviously a very easy song to um, to know about, but um, a really catchy uh, song. Thank you, mate. Yeah, I wrote that one uh, with, with Travis Collins and another songwriter called Matt Scullion. Um, and it was a little bit of a, you know, different direction for, for Viper Creek because we sort of have leaned towards the American type sounding song. So um but it, like writing the song that day I knew that it was, you know, something kind of special and that, you know, a tribute to to Australian women. And um you know, uh we've I've got some very strong female role models in my life, from my wife to my mum to my mother in law, everyone. So um it's just a I think a really cool song to, um, you know, to for the for the women of this country. No, absolutely. So, of course, from the uh, new album, which song would you say for anyone that's not heard of you guys? Would you say this is the song to get into? Uh, well, I, Australian Girls has just gone gangbusters. We've never had a reaction to a song from uh, like like that to, to anyone. But I, I do love the first single we put out, Green Light. I'm not sure if you've heard that one. Um, which is probably more our sound than Australian girls, but um, you know, there's there's so much different stuff on on this album, uh, which comes out in two weeks. Uh, you know, we we really um, just threw the rule book out with it, and where normally we would say that doesn't sound country enough, or uh, that might be too country for us, we've just gone with it this time. If we if we love the song. Um, we put it on the album. So there's some some rockier stuff. There's some, you know, there's some 70s sort of rock sound and stuff. Like there's flat out sort of pop country and there's, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to, to see how people react to it actually. So I'm pretty pumped to, to get it out. Now, of course, and you are a bachelor, as you said, uh, doing uh, 16th of February and then uh, going on tour as of March. Yeah, getting out there and uh, you know we'll be we'll be at all the major festivals this year and stuff and, and getting out there and doing our own shows, just trying to uh, to get this album out and play it to everyone. We're gonna it's the first time we've ever um, played. This is essentially our fourth album, uh, two EPs, and this is our third album. So I, I'm sort of counting that as a as a fourth album, but it's the first time we've ever uh, played every song from a from an album, so the, our launch weekend, we're going to play the, the album from start to finish. So I'm uh, I'm pretty pumped and excited about it. Now everyone should grab a copy. It comes out March the first on iTunes and all stores. Definitely, uh, yeah. And you can also no, actually, it won't be in stores this time. Uh, digitally, but you can order a physical copy from our website. Uh, we've kept this one 
kind of uh, independent. We were with Universal last time, but we've decided to go back to to uh, just running the show ourselves. <laughs> and um, so if you want a hard copy, I know a lot of people still love the CDs and to read the lyrics and to read the liner notes and stuff like that and who wrote what songs. You can get that from our website, which is www.thebodquickband.com.au or, of course, yeah, it'll be on iTunes and Spotify and all those things uh, March 1st. Well, thank you very much for taking your time. No worries, mate. Thank